Hello everyone, and welcome to Chaotic Nerdful, a Dungeons and Shenanigans podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back. Your favorite dungeon master, Amos the Famous here. I was a little worried we would not have an episode this week, because a good chunk of us have been traveling for the holidays but we're able to pull it together and get some content out for you this week. Starting this week, we have a new twist. I'm not the Dungeon Master. Today, you get to hear Lucid take a team of explorers into the crypt of the Timeless Keep. I'm so excited to share this with you. The Kobold Fried Chicken Company, hereby known as KFC, has hired you, among others, to investigate the crypt at the town of Dusky Hollow, home of Colonel Salamander's very first establishment, Sam's Chicken Hut. This plucky young kobold with exceptional culinary talent made his mark upon the world after a few attempts at rebranding. What started out as a simple restaurant in the middle of nowhere exploded into a chain of establishments dotting the landscape almost overnight. You have been hired to investigate the crypt at Dusky Hollow, because legend has it that at the bottom of the crypt lies the bones of Colonel Salamanders himself, along with his recipe of seven sacred herbs and spices. The company wishes to reclaim this lost recipe and return to their roots. As new hires, you've been given an all-expense-paid trip to Dusky Hollow as passengers of a 37-day caravan ride from the southernmost city of St. Albert's. You should be arriving at the Keep shortly. Before you arrive, let's talk about the Keep itself. In the middle of Dusky Hollow lies a dark stone obelisk that marks the burial tomb for countless adventurers. Legend has it that the obelisk itself acts as a beacon to the underworld, but many scholars of nature and arcane sciences alike have written detailed papers on how this cannot be. The crypt is often regarded by the townsfolk of Dusky Hollow as something between a tourist attraction and a death trap, as very few explorers who enter ever return to tell their tales. The tomb predates even the oldest written records of Dusky Hollow, as it is presumed simply to exist outside the bounds of time. The steady influx of new hires from the KFC keep the economy of Dusky Hollow afloat, along with the help of the tourists coming to visit the KFC itself. What is Dusky Hollow? It's a town forgotten by the world itself. It is seated at the southernmost tip of the continent, with only deadwood forest for miles around its border. The town itself only has about 20 people and consists of the first ever KFC, a non-denominational church, and a few houses. The lumber and metal used to construct and make repairs is found in the yard of these homes. The town has no need for a stockpile, and there is no band of marauders foolish enough to try and reside in the deadwoods between Dusky Hollow and St. Albert's. Nothing can survive in these wastes. Nothing that one would call living, at least. And lastly, the most interesting point of all, your point of contact. Zelthos the Primordial. Not much is known about his origins other than he stood guard over the crypts since before the founding of Dusky Hollow. He's a humanoid form standing just under six feet tall with a cloak that oozes darkness, the occasional tendril of shadow found peeking beyond the depths of its folds. This man, if you could indeed call him a man, is the only entry point to the crypt. The main entrance 
has long since crumbled into ruin, and the only way in is through his magical portals. He operates what appears to be a potion stand. However, he is a great transmuter and alchemist alike, and his knowledge is beyond anything of the tomb has ever known. He may very well be your best friend and your only way out. With all that said, let's jump right into the adventure. We are gathered here today see this party join in holy bloodshed <laughs> to be consecrated in the crypt of the Timeless Keep. Consecrated is quite the strong term. Why did I think it was a funeral that you were trying to mimic? I was under the impression that this was a non-denominational service. <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> oh, do I still get like the uh, finger sandwiches and such? Yes. Okay. And Jello. And apparently KFC from last time. Do you have pudding? Pudding pops. Uh, close enough, I guess. And we'll have Jello shots afterward. No. Hey, I get off track. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of service. <laughs> Hey man, what do you think I am? Some kind of chump? Oh, oh I should serve jello shots at my funeral. Same. Yo, I would attend. You are one of the ones that is not an adult. Hopefully by the time that funeral service happens, he'll be an adult. Hey, live fast, die young. Leave a pretty corpse. That sounds like some emo lyrics. It sounds like the best of a bad situation. <laughs> I mean, with a little, you know, with a little planning, you can avoid most of those horrible situations, but, you know, hope for the best plan for the worst, that sort of thing. Well, I have a plus six to perception. Good, that'll be useful. Can I perceive my death? <laughs> <laughs> No, but you can perceive town quickly. I, my my charisma is 16. Can I just be perceived as pretty forever? <laughs> can I just convince people that I'm eternally beautiful? <laughs> what what do I need to roll? <laughs> Give me a DR and I will roll it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Lasserin's getting anxious in this uh, wagon if we're still in it. I mean, y'all basically rolled up to town. It's been 37 long, god-awful days. I walk out of the uh, wagon funny because my legs are asleep. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I have trouble climbing down. My normal grace and poise is not with me right now. I hop out, excited to start a new adventure. <laughs> I hop out and I'm eyeing the goblin, giving him the stink eye. I'm eyeing the goblin and envying him for his youth <laughs> and his working knees. Paco Bell's just <laughs> standing around, stretching, just looking at the mm. town. Norp wakes up from his nap. He's been stretched out across the wagon. Gets out. Jump. So as everybody's taking a look at the town, you realize quickly that 
that's a pretty small town. The wagons end up pulling up in front of this church, which appears to be some sort of non-denominational church, the one that the dwarf paladin described to you earlier as being basically an interfaith sanctuary of sorts. Um, there's the KFC, there is the crypt, and there are a few houses that dot the land between all of these buildings, but it looks as though no more than 20 people live here. As I'm going to start walking to the KFC if I can get a quick bite. Yeah, I'll follow him. Yeah, talk It's about been a long wagon ride of rations. I'm going to go to the church. Let's go to KFC, get some chicken. Is there an inn? Is there a tavern? Where can I go that I have the best shot of getting a drink? Um, Does KFC serve alcohol? Because, I mean, you know, I'll take what I can get, but I don't trust it. At this point, it's really kind of a gamble whether either of these buildings have any sort of spirit. So Zacharias is going to church first. Yeah. I have my own personal agenda. (laughs) Okay, this is taking too long. I'm going to go to the KFC and I'm going to order their new chicken sandwich. Oh, get me one too. I follow along and order a bucket chicken. We'll get to the KFC sequence shortly. Um, start with church. Um, as Zero and Zacharias enter the church, they're greeted by a who appears to be a kindly old human man who's adorned in what appear to be some priest robes. And he says, ah, you must be visitors to this town. Welcome. How may I assist? Uh, just direct me to the nearest little pew. Just need to relax. I've been on the road for a long time. By myself, I'm just going to take a look around. Certainly, certainly. And he gestures to the pews lined up before the altar and says, um, just feel free to ask if you need me. My name is Mulder. I am serving at this temple for the next few months. Will do. And while you guys are taking care of what business you need dealt with at the church, um, it seems as though everybody else has decided to go to KFC, where they are met by what appears to be a teenage kobold wearing relatively goofy red and white hat with matching shirt and pants. Seems to be some sort of uniform. And as he sees the group walk in, he just immediately goes, Welcome to Cobalt Fried Chicken. Can I help you guys? I'm going to order some food. Whatever's on the the value menu. Yeah, I'm going to ask what's on the menu. 
Well, right now we've got our silver platter special. That's going to be fried chicken, potatoes, and corn with a warm, heartfelt something or another. I forget what my boss told me to call it. Just you guys want silver platters? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Cool. I'm off in like 30 minutes. While I'm in KFC, can I overhear anybody talking? Um, roll perception. (laughs) Oh, I got a three, but it's a plus six, so I got a nine. Um, you hear people just generally complaining. A lot of whining from, I mean, obviously from the guy running front as well as from folks working in the back. You can't make out anything in particular. Um, Just sounds like general complaining. All right. Everybody else get the silver platter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Because unfortunately, I don't believe there are any vegetarian options apart from you know just getting the potatoes and corn. So I just fry the breading. I just want fried <laughs> breading. All right. We'll get you some bread. <laughs> Not gonna make anybody roll a perception check to realize this guy clearly doesn't want to be here. <laughs> I've been there. Yep, we all have. True. I'll be there tomorrow. Half an hour away from the end of shift. All he wants is to just not deal with people. Yeah, and then come like you know, five strangers to the town. Oh, uh, it's like lunch rush all over again. Here, hey, here's the question: the um, entrance to the crypt is it near the town, like within walking distance, or do we have to make a trek to get to it? It's essentially in the heart of town. Like, okay, I'm going to take my fried breading and I'm going to check out the entrance. Anybody want to follow suit, or is everybody content with sitting down and enjoying their meal first? I want to ask the worker there, what's up with the crypt? What does he know about it? Uh, it's a place where adventurers like you go to try and find their fame, fortune, unimaginable wealth. Has anybody returned to the KFC after venturing in? Once or twice, but realistically, he just kind of leans in close. It's a death trap. If I were you, I'd turn around the way he came and just not look back. I mean, your company is paying us a ridiculous amount of money in chicken to go in there, so I'm game. Wait, are we getting paid in chicken? I only signed up for gold. Cold hard gold. I don't know. I didn't read the pamphlet. I think I'd rather have the chicken. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll get with you later. You can give me your gold. I'll give you my chicken. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Kobold. I think I'm going to head down to the crypt and check it out as well with my platter. I'm going to follow along and do the same. I think I'll inspect the church. All right. Can you let the other guys know where we're at? Yeah. All right. That just leaves Barry. What's Barry doing? Maybe I'll go check out the entrance to the crypt with the other person. All right. I want to take a look at this chicken before I eat it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Taco Bell's been munching on this chicken since they got it. It's good stuff. I mean, almost as good as homemade. Probably better, depending on how you're brought up. Or nowhere close, um, depending on how you were brought up. I'm going to look at, like, okay, could you describe the entrance of the crypt to me? Uh, Well, it appears to be an abandoned, like, it, it looks like the crumbled ruins of some sort of set of catacombs. Like, just a Can giant I tunnel leading sort of diagonally downward. Can I look for any runes or anything that are on it? Um, we'll get back to the group that's inspecting the the crypt in a second. In the meantime, um, we've got uh, a couple players. Church, um, Zacharias, Zero, what are y'all doing? I'm well, relaxing in the pews. I've got a few minutes before I get up and go. I walk in and tell them that the others are inspecting the crypt entrance. Wasting no time, I see. Just like it should be, as you see Zero walk back from, like, behind one of the columns. I'm gonna roll an, I guess, an inspection check to see if I can find any particularly... Well, no, wait. I walk outside and then look at the building, see if I can find any weaknesses within the building. Oh, God. Are you going to burn down this church? <laughs> like, I'm down, down for down it. Like, church. please, please understand that Thalion is down for this. <laughs> um, I'm just not with you. So you're like on your own. I'm with you in spirit. <laughs> Solidarity. Like, please understand. The oh, spirit yeah. wants to assist, but the body is across town. <laughs> So would that be inspection check? Um, investigation is the skill you're thinking of. Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll investigation for me. All right. I'll give you a help action so that way you have advantage. Uh, this place looks sound as a pound. Once those front doors are barred, the only way in is. Is there any wood? I was about to say, is it fireproof? <laughs> Might the be made doors, of stone. Yeah, the doors are made of wood and stone. The building itself, however, is solid brick and mortar. Hmm. 
It's not always easy to destroy a church. Someday. Mulder walks up to Zacharias and says, um, I notice you seem to be uh, a man of conviction yourself. I figured I'd just let you know. Um, if anything should happen to you and your band of friends, um, we do have beds available and we can accommodate for up to 15 people if need be. I'll be sure to keep that in mind. He's totally not keeping it in mind. I want you to know I'm still going for this. I'm just looking through my spells. Don't make me draft up a character sheet for Mulder. I don't Wait. think I've ever been properly introduced to anybody but Zach's name. Uh, you're the... Alright, so out of character, uh, you're probably going to need some high-yield explosives or at least a third-level spell slot to take down a church. That's yeah. what I was yeah. thinking. Like, they've, there's got to be a spell somewhere that explodes, but I don't uh, think fireball it's level three. Well, yeah, fireball. You, you have to hit level five first. We can't do it at level three. Otherwise, you're going to need, like, dynamite or something. Right, so, so Zero puts a hand on uh, Taco's shoulder and whispers into the wizard's ear, I'll save this for another time. All right? All right. <laughs> not yet. So, Zacharias, I remember this. The maybe we'll characters. find something explosive in the crypt. As long as the own character I've played, that's okay with just destroying a church for no reason aside from it being a church. <laughs> Might I remind the group that these people are offering you help? <laughs> yes, yes, they are. This is the one place in town where you can take a long rest and you want to burn it to the ground. Hey, it wasn't my idea. <laughs> Listen, it didn't but, uh, make- yeah, he, he does have a point. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm not going yeah. to stop you from attempting. But- that's one reason I said save it for later. The other reason is because you know, Zero just doesn't care about the gods' help. <laughs> so At least make sure nobody's in it when you do. At least, yeah. What is the church? Is the church dedicated to like a specific god or no. goddess or figure? Or he said it's non-denominational, so any religion can go. Oh, there. it is. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Even the church. bad gods, like the evil one. Out of character, um, essentially every religion that feels any sort of compulsion to help the poor or weak basically take turns sending someone out to this you know remote BFE location in order to try and make sure that there's constantly someone watching over. I see. So it's not an actual, like, it's not staffed by, like, one specific set of staff. It's like a revolving uh, yeah. roster type deal. I get it. I get it. We also won't have to worry about cults. At least Wait. So does that mean that no one's going to be mad if we destroy it, or does that mean that everyone's going to be mad that we destroy it? Probably I would assume everyone. Hey, man, you're the one who wants to light the fire. You find out. Look, I, hey, I am just assisting my mutual friend Taco here, my good, good new friend who I did not think was going to be interesting until just now. <laughs> yes, and every action 
carries consequences. Lazarin's looking across to the church from the crypt and wondering what the hell's going on. You can tell something's up. Well, that's the thing. Back to the group at the crypt. As everybody starts investigating the entrance to the crypt, you see this giant stone archway with what appears to be um, like some sort of flagstone that's crumbled in. And you see next to the entrance that familiar robed figure sitting in front of what appears to be a potion vendor stand. Potions are too strong. Okay, Khajiit has wares. Um, So here's the deal, right? I have got proficiency on arcana, history, nature, and perception. What do I need to roll to tell me literally anything about either of those two things you just described? Um, in order to know more about Zelfos, I mean, you've... In the wagon that you were riding on, and the way to town, apart from everybody else's wagon, um, Peeps was basically giving you the lowdown on Zelfos, who he is, like, which is basically some weirdo who opened up a shop in the town and has basically been there since time immemorial. Yeah, and there's some kind of, like, weird eldritch tilt to it, to the story or something. I mean, you saw the guy as he was walking away from the encounter with the main group. You realize that he's probably not the kind of guy you want to make enemies with. Out of character question, is Zelthos a rogue or a mage? Yes. <laughs> okay. Wizard. He is a master transmutation wizard. Alrighty. Uh, Probably Norp- like ridiculously high. Norpin walks over and begins checking out the entrance to see if it looks stable, if there's any other markings or anything on it. Thalion is startled because he did not notice something so small. <laughs> it is. I want to talk to Zelthos. I was about to talk to Zelthos. You see him wave his hand along the edge of the counter, and a small stuffed monkey with symbols appears and starts speaking. It says, Ah, I see you've made it, friends. Yes, we have, monkey. (laughs) Hail and well met. Who's your tall friend here? Oh, by the way, uh, Taco had started, after inspecting church, Taco started walking over towards the crypt. Alright. So, the monkey speaks and says, yes, well, I find it necessary to use this method of communication. It is best for everyone involved. I see. I bet. So what can you tell me about the crypt? Do you have anything that will aid us in our adventure? Absolutely. The crypt is going to... It is through a portal. Um, As you can see, the entrance has fallen into ruin. As such, the only way in is through yours truly. Oh. What's the way out? The way out, uh, 
and he procures from underneath the counter what appears to be a simple silver ring with a ruby inlaid in it. And he places it on the counter and says, This is my signal ring. Simply speak into this, and I shall hear whatever it is that you need to have me know. <laughs> well, okay. thank you. I. This is so, out of character. This is out of character. Jesus Christ, God. Thalion does not fucking do this. But I just have the insane urge to just snatch the ring up off the counter and just start yeah. muttering butts into it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Barry was about to steal the ring before he said that we could have it. So, Anyways, wait, wait, wait! Like... What was what was the what was the threat of logic there? The the ring's only good for talking to the guy we're stealing it from. I mean, I guess if you want to gloat, <laughs> who wants to take I the mean... ring, guys? <laughs> Thorpin walks back over. My eyes. Probably, probably the one with the lo- largest amount of health because he he's likely to die last. Uh, but I, my, it matches my outfit and everything. Oh, give it to him. What do you yeah. say? Zero has the highest health pool. It, it's it's already oh, on yeah. my finger. It's already on my finger. I'm like holding it against my druidic focus to see if the contrast matches. I'd like I'm going to say. Um so Zelfras you say, is your name. Um do you have any like potions or anything at this thing looking like a potion stand that we could maybe purchase? He procures what appears to be a pitcher of some sort of red liquid and lines the table with little round glass flasks. How much are the flasks and what are they? These are potions of greater healing and they will, uh, shall we say, attend to any wounds you might find yourself um, the first three are free for everyone. The first, Woo! the first three, like period, or is this like a first three of the day, first three of the week, first, first three, three per level? Person. How much are they after that? Oh, oh, my dear sweet child! And he dismisses the monkey with a wave of his hand, and he pulls out a piece of parchment and a quill. What are you doing, Zelthos? Probably writing. He waves his <laughs> hand across your face, and in your mind's eye, you see what appears to be this quill going into your own fingertip, drawing blood. And as the first little drip hits the parchment, it fills out with details of contract. I want to read the contract. I also read the contract. I'm reading like my own contract, but I am reading someone else's contract to see what it entails. Contract I'm standing on my tippy toes, getting in his business. I think it's safe to say Taco has made it over there by now. Yeah, should we have gotten there by now? It's and is also reading the contract. <laughs> it's a blank piece of parchment right now, guys. You can try and... <laughs> I, I ask everyone what we're looking at. <laughs> like is, this one of those, 
Is this one of those optical illusions? Am I supposed to unfocus my eyes? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's literally just a blank piece of paper. No, no, no. It's one of those. Here, someone get a get a candle. You hold a flame under it, and the invisible shut it. Oh, God. All right. So I ask, um, So each of us gets three of these for free. Seems to be what he says. Zelfos nods. Talking to Zelfos. Yep, he nods. Okay, that's pretty cool. Is there anything I should know of, like any catches or anything, or is it just like take one? Um, mechanically, how much do the potions restore? <clears throat> oh, that's going to be something you find out when you pop one. Okay, well, Falcon leaves his on the counter. Yeah, he basically does the old, like, bartender shtick and just leans back and pours the pitcher over all of the the flasks. Just lines them up, slides them down the counter. They end up landing themselves onto these, like, almost magically fastening themselves to your belts. And... Ah, sweet! He turns to... The ranger and and silently taps the parchment with the quill, revealing what appears to be almost calligrapher's handwriting, detailing that for the use of Zelthos's quote services end quote, you are to be expected to provide one hundred years of post mortem servitude. Thalion has a very like big grin plastered on his face. He's trying to pretend that he's okay, even though you can definitely see in his eyes that he is not. He does not fuck with the bad juju. He does not fuck with the juju. Not this shit. So basically, if I drink one of these, so basically I'm supposed to drink these as a last resort if I don't want to lose the character. But is that out of character, like these. This is out of potions. character. Yeah, these potions are not affected by the contract. These are on the house for everyone. Okay, cool. Question out of character. When he says that his, for his services, we have to have 100 years of post mortem servitude, does the ring count as his services? He's already given that to you, thus to have you sign a contract with, like, to sign, to expect you to be held to a contract that you haven't signed yet is, it's down and stupid. Lacerin's pretty untrusting. He's just making sure. I'm pretty much in Lacerin's camp on this one. Because we could always give the ring back to him and walk down. I don't think we can. I think the entrance is entirely collapsed. I think the only way to get down there is through his portals. Oh, that's right. Same for the return trip. So we have no choice. What's another way of servitude for a couple of doors? Does he have to (laughs) make this contract? With another wave of his hand, the monkey reappears and says, Now, now, I only need one of you to sign this contract. 
It does not matter to me whom. It simply matters that one of you provide me with 100 years of assistance after you've, uh, shall we say, finished your business on the mortal coil. Laster and says nose goes, and he puts his finger on his nose. He's mine is out already, like on the nose. Like you said, I'll, already volunteered. I'll sign I it. I guess I'll sign it. No, Ooh, I'll fight you on this. Mm, I mean, which one of us has like what? What's your family history? Anything? Nothing in particular interesting. Yeah, I mean, I lost my mom, but like. They're lost. I don't have anyone. So, like... Okay, but the the contract is going to take place after you pass, anyway. Like, the contract isn't going to be the thing that kills you. Yeah. So, uh, rock, paper, scissors? Oh, no, we already started nose ghosts. My my hand is still on my nose. Yeah, but these two are fighting over who's going, like, they both want to sign it. Oh. I Can would we, wait, like- wait, I want to turn to Zelthus. Hey, so if two of us sign up, does that mean we get double the potion? The contract isn't about the potions. It's about the portals. Eh, I guess I'll let Taco sign it. Do we get uh-huh. bespoke portals? <laughs> two rings. I would like a silver ring. He... Wraps a knuckle on the counter, and next to the quill appears another ring. Nice. Taco takes it and puts it on. Wait, what's the gemstone in it? A ruby. Still? Okay. If it was a different oh, gemstone. Oh, the new one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If no, it was a new gemstone, I was going to too. barter for it. <laughs> an identical ring. Ah, damn. Can I fun. also get an identical ring? It's can we all can we all get a class ring? I don't <laughs> think that's how that works. I signed the contract, get a contract by the way. Rings don't really work in these gauntlets. He sees Elphos let out an inaudible sigh as he puts his hand into his palm. I hand him the contract. Did you prick your finger with the uh, quill? Yeah. And you've effectively put your blood on the paper? Yes. In that case, you see your name and your familiar handwriting show up on the script itself. And he takes the contract, and he looks at you, and he takes off his hood. His face, a blank canvas, swirls as it does in order to form that of your own. And in your own voice, you hear... Ah, wonderful. I was hoping for another transmutationist. I'm personally interested to see what I can learn from you. I'm personally regretting my decision to come to this godforsaken town. (laughs) It's another 37 days back if you want. Uh, But that's so long. I think your muscles will atrophy. They'll wither and die. Let's get our let's let's get our adventure in. <laughs> that's, that's also a good question. Are we going down like it's day one, the day that we go into the crypt? Like are yeah, are we going? good to go? Well, yes, we were thirty-seven days on the rope. Yeah, Just do some calisthenics. You'll yeah. be fine. Okay, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just fucking with you. Do, do we not have... Is there no check-in service? Someone needs to take my bags. I left all of them on the carriage. There's like 11 of them. Lasterin's just tapping his foot, shaking his head. I feel like you're not going to need those for where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just different robes. They're like a different That's robes that look exactly the yeah. same. Zelfos <laughs> pulls the hood back over his face and reaches underneath the counter and pulls out <laughs> a bag. It appears to be a plain black leather bag. And the monkey reappears and says, okay, so who do you consider the least susceptible to greed amongst you? Oh, me. My deadly sin's lost. We already sussed that out. I I think you might have all of them. Uh, Look, most is not all. I'm naturally greedy, so it's not me. Uh, We could go, it's either Sir or Madam Edgelord, or the guy that's lived in the woods for like, I don't know, a century-ish. I was just about to say, you greed is one of my worst flaws. Lacerin does not have any greed. He doesn't need much to survive. I would say one of the rangers. It's probably yeah. probably not me, but I'd say it's the ranger too. I'll just uh, raise my hand. He hands the bag to Lacerin and gestures for you to hold the bag open. All right, I open it. I'm so looking inside. I'm curious. I'm nosy as hell. Zelfos wraps a knuckle on the counter. Another ring pops out. He tosses the ring into the bag, and you see it appear as it goes through the bag right above the counter and lands right where it was when he wrapped his knuckle on the counter. So wait, is the whole having one, I'm going to take the third ring that he has produced, and I'm going to ask him if there's a reason he limited us to one initially, if he could apparently just produce these like it's nothing. He shrugs. <laughs> okay, you know I'm what? I'm asking Zelthos if I can keep the bag. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Aesthetic is important. Dalian understands that. The monkey responds, absolutely. Any objects that you put into the bag will simply find themselves into my cart. I'm going to nonchalantly slip the third ring onto the other hand. The hand opposite the one that has the first ring. ring. (laughs) Shut up, kids. Shut up. (laughs) I'll get you a ring later. (laughs) So, shall we enter the crypt? I'm ready to enter the crypt. Wait. Wait, what was that? What was that question? Who was Carolyn with the sunburned hair? Or who is? <sighs> he sees Elthos shake his head and he removes his hood and his face turns into that of a young elvish woman. And as he speaks, you hear this sort of wilting tone to his voice. That of someone who might have gone into the entertainment industry, who might have become something of a fair to middle musician. You say, and you hear him say, ah, she was a, a friend of mine from many years ago. I simply hope to see her face again. 
Hey, here's a question. Um, out of character, whenever Zelthos does that thing where he takes on someone else's face, his voice changes too, right? Or does it? Yes. yes. <clears throat> okay. I want to tell if he's lying or not about them being friends. Roll insight for me. Oh. Close. It's space, then 1d20. Darn. <laughs> Seven. Uh, sounds like they were friends. <laughs> Are we he supposed to find friend. her in the crypt? Hopefully. If things are as I suspect. Uh, I guess it only begs the question of why can't you get anything out of the crypt? You seem like a pretty capable person. That is a good... I am... Thalion is nodding his head and looking at Lasserum because that did not occur to him. That's a very good question. The monkey continues to speak and says, ah, that is a question that I am afraid I cannot answer yet. Let's just say I am not permitted. Piss off the wrong folks? You could say that. Mm. Well, I feel I like it's pretty any... easy to do that in this day and age. Maybe for you. Does anybody have any, any triggered things to ask Zelthos and stuff? I'm good. Lancer and Jerdy. Well, oh, where's the plan? Back on the where's wagon the best... again. Where's the best place to get a drink <laughs> in town? I'm going to ask that to Zelthos. Shakes his head, pours another, pulls out another flask, pours a brown liquid into it, and corks it and hands it to you. The monkey says, if you're that thirsty, it's lit. Yes, if I'm that thirsty. <laughs> I'm going to ask Zelthos, is there any special equipment or anything we should be aware of before we enter the crypt? Oh, uh, let's see. You have the ring, you have the bag, you have... Ah, yes. Any rummages beneath the bottom of his desk and or the, the kiosk, the counter, the cart, the, the whole shebang. Okay, so there's like a wooden stand behind that is a cart next to that a bunch of jars and he's rummaging underneath the the desk itself and pulls out a map says, ah yes I forgot to give you this that's pretty important about this ah. yes well I hadn't expected you to be on your way just yet I wanted to ensure that there were no further questions also as you have services paid for um, I would like a blood sample from all of you, please. All of Why? Um, don't be forging any signatures. No, no, I yeah, <laughs> have some dignity, child. It's easier I'm to say roll, that. I'm going to roll an insight check just in case. I think I'm going to roll an insight check too, just to make yeah. sure that he's not up to what's to. Yeah. <laughs> as, as everybody's rolling their insight checks, he explains to the group 
Um, the the uh, benefits of the clone spell and lets everybody in on the fact that if with a blood sample he can provide everybody a sort of get out of death free card provided they can okay. at least keep themselves together for the next four months Okay, I rolled a 23. That's 19 with plus 4 for my insight. Yeah. So he's yeah, just... I rolled 15. Yeah. He's, he's not bluffing you. Okay, and he's not going to use it for yeah. any nefarious purposes. Norpin walks over. Norpin All walks right. over well, and splits his hand with his dagger. Zelthos quickly pulls out a vial and scoops up what's what's coming out and... Draws a scrawny finger across the remaining palm, sealing it back up. I'll prick my finger with my dagger and hold it out. It's so a lacerin. Taku just uh, holds out their hand and looks at them expectantly. To which Zalthos responds by placing another quill in your hand. And as he sees everybody reaching for their daggers, I'm the monkey just pipes up, people, people, please, there are less messy ways to do this. Thalion's just going to hold out his hand in uh, Zalthos' general direction and look away and say, make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> I take the quill and prick my finger with it. Are Zacharias and Zero going to... Take yeah. part in this ritual as well. Remove a glove, extend it. Well, it's not like I haven't done something similar to this before, so I'll just go through it again. In that case, he retrieves a quill from the folds of his robe. Um, you notice what appears to be, like, as he's undoing some of the belts that fasten his cloak together. You sense a chill in the air, and as anybody who looks might notice, um, there is no physical body underneath that robe. It's just inky black void. It's like the worst kind of flashing. He pulls out... A, a golden quill and he wraps the tip of it with his fingernail or what one would presume to be a fingernail it's a little difficult to actually see his hands under those long sleeves and he pokes everybody or pokes people one by one putting the blood drop into a vial stores them in a set of seven urns next to the cart and says, wonderful, wonderful. Well, as long as you can maintain yourselves for the next four months, everything should be fine. Um, Do try not to die. You can see the hooded head of Zalthos looking around at the group, and the monkey says, any further questions, comments, concerns? Uh, I hope there's something to kill down there. 
Oh, I assure you, there's quite a lot to kill down there. Can I put in an address for, in case I die, someone to come and replace me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Afterwards, could I perhaps learn some magic from you? He tilts his head sideways a little bit and says, uh, anything for a fellow student of the arts. Nice. Perhaps, should you find any spellbooks down there, I would be more than happy to transpose a page or two. Trans what? Transpose. Is that like transcribing? Yeah, it's, it's essentially to, like, it's transcribing, but, like, with images and such. Hmm. Like, it's basically, like, transposition is when you can, like, I mean, the, the crudest form of it is, like, when you put a piece of paper over, like, something that you're trying to take a copy of, and you, like, rub pencil sideways across it in order to try and get, like, kind of a, a sort of chalk drawing. It's transposition. Ah, I see. So with that, as as I'm sure you lot seem to be eager to face your inevitable destinies. Yeah, the more you say things like inevitable destinies, the less eager I am, honestly. Then let me simply start the show. And he claps his hands together starts rubbing them and points them in the general direction of the crypt entrance. You see a a giant blue portal show up right in front of the actual entrance to the crypt. Lasserin walks over to it and sticks his hand through it. It's cold on the other side. It's a neat party trick. I pull out the hand and then I walk through. I, oh. I dip my toe in first to check the temperature before I walk through. Taku just shrugs and walks right through. Norpin draws his rapier, walks through. I pull out my dual hand axes and and just jump in. <laughs> I didn't know you had dual <laughs> hand axes. <laughs> I was oh, I do. I was imagining this little goblin character with a loot on, or a um, yeah, a loot on his back, just like, oh well, sure. I didn't know you had a hand axe. <laughs> I have two of them. They're great. <laughs> Wait, are they hand axes for like big people or goblin size hand axes? Because hand yeah, axes for big sized. Okay, because that would be just like two, the equivalent of two war <laughs> axes strapped to your back. All right, and is that everybody through the portal then? Yep. Okay, and so begins the journey into the crypt of the timeless keep. You theme song. That is gonna be it for this episode. No fancy commercials or anything else in the middle. 
We're just going to run this straight through, and uh, next week we'll get back to our regular routine of show with commercials, because I know that's your favorite part. You just come to find out the weird stuff we come up with and not the actual gameplay. I know that. Come on. Nobody listens to D&D anymore for the game. It's all the commercials, just like the Super Bowl. Anyways, that's it for now. We will get back to you next week with another edition, and then coming up around the first of the year, maybe January, maybe February. We're going to be releasing something even newer and cooler than this. Talk to you then. Bye.